this is a inept super villains podcast special report this is dl and today's subject is one i've been being asked that we do and i just really didn't want to but eventually i'm doing it because well i'll get into that uh this episode is on gwyneth paltrow why is she trying to put goop in your vagina i'm sorry you're yanni she prefers to call vagina yannis uh joining me on this is the person that pressured me into this ray ray <laughs> hey what's up man and i'm sorry i did pressure you into it but it had to be discussed because how many times since i joined the podcast have we had to discuss not doing weird things to your girl bits just because gwyneth Paltrow yeah, we... thinks it's a good idea yeah actually one of the things we talked about was endorsed by her uh the vagina steaming what they just squat over a what looks like a humidifier do not steam your lady bits please people don't steam your boy bits don't <laughs> steam your bits at all leave that for like you know vegetables steamed hams <laughs> Oh God! I just made a reference, a Simpsons reference. I feel so <laughs> uh, And since uh, she prefers to call vaginas Yanni's, I'm going to do that. But I'm going to do it in the style of Hooper X from the movie Chasing Amy. Ooh, Yanni! Oh, Is she chasing Amy? No. Yeah. Wait. That one was Kevin Smith movie. Uh... Ben Affleck. Was there in love with a lesbian? Yes, I was getting ready to ask if there was a lesbian involved. Yes, I did see that. Yes, yes, um, yeah, uh, a movie that does not hold up in time after these years. No, uh, very problematic film. Very problematic. Not to mention is Ben Affleck. You. Who also has a small part in this story. Uh, <laughs> now the the reason I didn't want to do this story is because. Whenever you brought up Gwyneth Paltrow and weird stuff she did, I'm like, it's just white chick, white chicken. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Why do we care about this? And then the candle came out. <laughs> Fucking candle. The candle, I think. Yeah, yeah. And I saw the memes of people um, sticking candles in fish or cans of tuna. Well, you find that funny yeah okay at this point with her and her bullshit I have no choice but to laugh to keep my sanity intact um, uh, I uh, initially well, thought it was a joke when I heard about it and then I read the article mm -hmm. and I sent it to you because you know why not make you suffer too <laughs> yeah but my thing is it's, it's 2020 we should have better vision I guess we could say. I mean, dude, fish jokes. It's, it's, no, no, no. We're past that now. Start a podcast and talk about the subject in depth, like an adult. We're not so here past we go. it, though. That's, you know. <laughs> I'm past it. I'm a more mature person. I'm glad you are, but we have to remember that. Now, I will make a dick joke. <laughs> <laughs> I make dick jokes, man. It's all good. Um, but yeah, we're we're not past it. I could spend an entire day telling you the stupid things men have tried to tell me about my reproductive system and sexual organs. You would not 
your eyes would just roll right out of your head if I went down the list. No, I've seen uh, people from uh, Republicans from Tennessee trying to pass various legislatures. Um, So, yeah, I've heard their takes. Now, in order to explore this, we also got to talk about Gwyneth Paltrow, the person, and what led up to everything. Uh, And during the course of all the reading I did, I got a little confused and sad for Gwyneth in a way. Oh, no, she got you. uh, Well, let's just let the story play out. Gwyneth Kate Paltrow was born September 27, 1972, in Los Angeles, California. Her mother was Blythe, or Blythe, B-L-Y-T-H-E, Blythe Danner, who uh, starred in Broadway shows back in the late uh, 60s. And uh, you might have seen her in the Meet the Fockers, Meet the Parents trilogy of movies, uh, playing Robert De Niro's wife. You've watched those movies? Yes. She's hilarious. Oh, okay, cool. At least in the movies. Uh, Okay. Danner also co-starred with her daughter in the 1992 film Cruel Doubt, and again in 2003 in the film Sylvia, where she played Ariella Plath and Gwyneth Paltrow played Sylvia Plath. Uh, Danner's niece is actress Catherine Moenig. Moenig? I don't, I don't know her name. Yeah. That's the daughter of her half brother, because you know showbiz families, nepotism, yeah. yada yada yada. Right. Yeah. Gwyneth's father was film producer and director Bruce Paltrow. He was the director of the television series, producer of the television series, The White Shadow. You re- that was probably before your time. It was about a black basketball team with a white coach. And uh, uh, St. Elsewhere. You've seen heard of St. Elsewhere. I at least know how George to. George Clooney was on it, I think. Yeah, only because I had to play the intro on my violin. So I watched a few episodes to hear the song. This was before the internet was the thing that everybody had. <laughs> You had to play the theme of St. Elsewhere on your violin? Yes, I used to be in the orchestra. I played for like nine years or something. And we were playing. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. I just can't play anymore because of my shoulder. It just got increasingly bad over the years. So. Oh, I'm sorry. Bad happens. Well, learning all the time. Uh, His last production was the film Duets, which starred his daughter, Gwyneth. Uh, her father also had a first cousin named Spencer J. Giffords, father of Gabrielle Giffords, the uh, state from the House of Representatives. Oh, 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 okay. I was thinking of the comedian what? for some reason, Kathy. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, 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 no, 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 not her. But, you know. We got to bring that up because we got to make the story a little more Illuminati-ish. <laughs> and uh, one of Gwyneth's cousins is Rebecca Paltrow Newman, who, along with her husband Adam Newman, founded WeWork. Is that one of those uh, multi-level marketing doohickeys? No, WeWork was the company. Is the company that 
was a real fake real estate company disguised as a tech company. It was supposedly trying to revamp the way the office like life works, whereas people would rent office space and for their meetings and so forth. Oh, okay. And all these venture capitalists kept throwing it money, and so they were making money, and ultimately they weren't really making a profit off anything, just buying up, no, renting property all over the place, or buying some too. And eventually that bubble burst, and they had to fire like half their staff, and after they fired everybody, they threw a big party, and DMC from Run DMC came out to perform. Wow. Yeah, just DMC. Yeah, they had a really brutal, uh, it was an abusive environment for their workers. Uh, they had to drink and party all the time, plus show up for work and face abuse by the CFO, who was a lunatic. But anyway, that's not the subject of this episode. Wow. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's Gwyneth's first cousin married the guy that, and they formed that company together that's still around and they're trying to salvage it that's in ways because that's nuts yeah bill multi-billions of dollars were given to them for reasons for reasons and that and that kind of is where this story goes and i'll get back to that later um yeah, I also don't want to get too conspiracy theory is with it because then we'll be bordering on anti-Semitism and this ain't that kind of show either. Uh, her godfather is Steven Spielberg. Oh. During the nineteen, the late eighties and nineteen nineties, GP will be calling Gwyneth Paltrow GP because that's her nickname and slash initials. Her career took off. She starred as Wendy in the movie Hook, the Peter Pan movie. She also played Brad Pitt's wife in Seven, which earned her a nomination for the Saturn Award for Best Supporting Actress. I love that movie. That movie messes me up still. Like, yeah, me, yeah, me too. I still love it. Um, what's in the box? Uh, <laughs> That's me every year from Christmas all the way through my birthday when anything shows up in the mail. What's in the box? I can't help it. <laughs> Um, she had a small role, but she was very good in that. Yeah. Um, side note, Har it was around this time that Harvey Weinstein tried that thing he does on Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, how did she managed to reject him and get away? And uh, told her boyfriend at the time, Brad Pitt, who confronted Harvey Weinstein at an industry event. Weinstein uh, later warned Paltrow not to tell anyone else, but Paltrow became one of the major sources of information during the downfall of Harvey Weinstein. So, but she still had a career after that, like in acting. Yeah. One of the lucky ones, I guess. Yeah. We could probably say thanks to Brad Pitt. <sighs> I, I want to like him still, but... I can't do it. Um. Hmm, okay. Why don't you have like Brad Pitt? <sighs> okay, so you know when cheating happens. Is, is it because he just? He, oh, when he when he cheated on Jennifer Aniston with uh Angelina Jolie. Yes, 
I had so much respect for him prior to that. And that's one of those few things on this earth that I don't really tolerate, even from the people that I, I love. You. So for him, somebody that I kind of idolized as an actor and just as a good person my whole life, when I find out he broke his poor wife's heart for that crazy, crazy I mean, she's hot, but Jesus, you know, he had a wife. So, yeah. No. Yeah. Respect. Yeah. Um. um also, Paltrow uh, had the showbiz family, the then boyfriend, Brad Pitt, and the support of a bunch of other people. So she was able to weather the storm of Weinstein. That's good. Paltrow uh, played the title character in the period film adaptation of Emma, based off the 1815 novel by Jane Austen. And she, and she reclaimed, uh, received, uh, received a lot of critical acclaim for it. Uh, she had five starring roles in 1998 with Great Expectations, Hush, Sliding Doors, A Perfect Murder, and Shakespeare in Love. Uh, she also had the talented Mr. Ripley, The Guardian, Shallow Howl, The Royal Tannenbaums. She was... She was one of my favorite actresses back then in the late 90s, early 80s. I mean, early aughts. Yeah. What you chuckle? <laughs> well, because I just realized how, like, I was feeling, never mind. Anyway, when you say it like that, it makes me feel less old than I was feeling, like, three days ago is all I'm trying to say. Screw you, anyway. <laughs> Screw you. Um, sadly... Bruce Paltrow died in, on October 3rd, 2002, her father, oh. at the age of 58. Oh, wow. While the, va the family was on vacation in Rome no. celebrating Gwyneth's 30th birthday. Oh, hell, man. That's really sad. Okay, yeah. I feel bad for her. That's terrible. Yeah, he suffered, he suffered uh, from oral cancer for several years, and his death was due from complications from that cancer and pneumonia. Um, but this seems to have been the catalyst for the Gwyneth that we know today. Oh, shit. Uh, it seems like the death of her father, whom she was really close to, and growing up in the Hollywood L.A. lifestyle and their version of fit, toothpick, toothpick skinny, were the recipe for either a cautionary tale or a psychotic cult leader. We'll see how it's turned. The story turns out after we get a little more information. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I know the answer to that one. <laughs> um, it was after this her career also took a. Now, I wouldn't. I I had wrote down slump, but it wasn't really a slump. She just started doing. Uh, more ensemble movies. She wasn't the lead actress anymore. Uh, and uh, also the movies that she was in weren't very good, like Sky Captain and The World of Tomorrow. I never even saw that. Yeah. It looks so lame. I tried to watch it a number of times, and I never make it past the first 12 minutes. Oh, dude, why would you keep trying? Because <laughs> it's very stylized, and I, you know, maybe I can like look at it and see cool stuff, and eventually I just go, I can't do it. Oh, man. I mean, I could watch a trauma uh, 
film, but I can't watch this. Uh, she was also in her brother's directorial debut, her brother uh, Jake Paltrow, uh, his movie, the romantic comedy, The Good Night. I've never even heard but of it. I did. I think I've seen it. Oh. I don't remember it, oh. but that's not the point. Uh, but she wasn't really focused on movies at this time. Uh, in 2003, shortly after her father died, she married Chris Martin of the band Coldplay. Uh, in 2004, they welcomed their daughter, Apple. That poor child. And in 2006... Huh? I said that poor child. That poor kid. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't... And I'm just saying, man. Yeah. It was a, that was a big scandal thing at the time naming the kid apple well because look at look at where we are now okay <laughs> that was kind of like the beginning of the end of decent names for kids you obviously have not spent enough time in <laughs> or any time in mommy groups on facebook or else you would know what i mean it's so bad uh, yeah Braxley. I, I can't say they <laughs> yeah well Two, th- uh, two years later, in 2006, they had their son, Moses. Fuck. <laughs> um, in 2005, Coplay's album X and Y carried a dedication to Bruce Paltrow, Gwyneth's father. According to Paltrow's mother, uh, the song Fix You was written for Gwyneth as Martin wanted to, quote, fix her after her father's death. Oh, that's going to make me cry. You see? That's so sweet. You see how, now you see where it kind of hit me in the heart? I'm like, oh. Yeah. And it also didn't help that she developed postpartum depression in 2006 after the birth of her son. So she had a pretty rocky period after her father died. Well, yeah. No, trust me. I know. Yeah, yeah. I know, too. Um, but in 2008, that's where things get a little goopy. Oh. <laughs> Fucking hater. Um, she, she still continued to do uh, more ensemble films or be a supporting actress. Uh, starting with her next big movie, Iron Man, where she played Tony Stark's assistant slash love interest, Pepper Potts. She did okay. Uh, this left. Yeah, I liked her as Pepper. I, again, I think she's a really good actress. I, I remembered the movies from the 90s, back when Miramax was just putting out all these films and she was in a bunch of them and. She was a bright spot of that era. Um, but yeah, this led to her being in three Iron Man movies, four Avengers movies, and a Spider-Man movie. Big nerd. Sorry. Uh, but it was also the year she started the Goop newsletter. It was a weekly lifestyle newsletter encouraging readers to quote, Nourish their inner aspect. The fuck does that mean? <laughs> I have no idea what the fuck that means. <laughs> uh, None at all. 
And you know I have some new age uh, uh, beliefs, but I'm like, what? So, but in the newsletter, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just gonna say, just so you know, I am restraining myself from whispering "what the fuck" white people every five seconds because I realize this is not their <laughs> fault. This is in this case. Mm. Oh, actually, because if they weren't buying her shit, she'd stop making it. So, yeah. But now that and also that and also, if they didn't push the body dysmorphia image of Hollywood, she would have been better off. Yeah. A lot better off. A lot of which, women you, would be. Which you'll hear in, I, I have that in. Okay. You'll, you'll hear it as we continue. Okay, let's do this. All right. And uh, the newsletter had an editor's note in each email from Paltrow offering insight into her daily life. For reasons. Uh, Goop was incorporated in 2011, and according to Paltrow, the company's name came from someone telling her successful internet companies have double O's in their name. I guess like Google, but I couldn't think of another one. The fuck? Oh my god, okay. We're good. Yeah. And the G at the beginning and the P at the end, GP, her nickname slash initials, Gwyneth Paltrow. Uh, she says she wanted, quote, wanted it to be a word that means nothing and could mean anything. Note, the Merriam-Webster's Dictionary defines goop as goo or gunk, and Chambers' 21st Century Dictionary defines goop as a rude, ill-mannered person or a stupid person. <laughs> How fucking fitting. I love it. Like... Mm. It's it's almost like dictionaries just didn't exist when she don't exist anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Goop's uh first CEO uh from 2011 to 2014 was Sebastian Luke Bishop. Uh nicknamed Seb. Uh prior to joining Goop, Bishop was the international CEO of Red, the organization created by Bono and Bobby Shriver to raise money for the Global Fund to fight AIDS, tuberculosis, and malaria. So he came with some pedigree. Yeah. Uh, but in 2014, Goop hired Oxygen Media founder and former CEO uh, of Martha Stewart Living Omni Media, Lisa Gersh, as the, she became the new CEO. So, great. Um, I'm sorry. No, it was very fitting. I actually just... From there... I, I, I'm sorry. Goop... <laughs> From there, Goop's wellness content became increasingly radical to the point where doctors were calling it pseudoscience and media outlets described it as its content as no longer ludicrous. Now, it was dangerous. Which one do you think uh, set that off? Because there's been a lot of products that were concerning... We'll talk about some of the products. Okay. I got a nice, I got a nice list of them. We'll talk about it during a couple of seconds. Uh, as a two th during 2005, Goop had uh, about two dozen employees. By 2017, they had 90. Uh, and, but despite the criticism and controversy, 
you know, that's still going on. In 2016, Goop received 15 million USD from Series B funding uh, from a venture capitalist firm called NEA, Felix Capital, and One Fourth West Venture Capital. So yeah, people are giving her millions. Venture capitalist, because just they, throwing money because they want they want to smell the real candle. She's pretty. She's probably very charming. <laughs> She doesn't actually have well, anything, you know, like her products are, like you said, dangerous. Any person with half a brain would look um, at these products and know that. But this is also kind of how we work works. Rich people just throwing money at stuff they probably don't even understand. They just know it's bringing in money. Do you think they just hear that and, also it's, and say, well, it's Gwyneth? What, Gwyneth Paltrow's behind it? Yeah. And just throw money at it. Yeah, based yeah, on that probably is. helped her out a lot too. That probably helped her out a lot too. Uh, uh, and they and moved they their, their base of, base of uh, uh, operation after her. Uh, well, we'll get into that. From, from UK to LA, LA. and uh, Gersh left the company in around 2017, and Gwyneth took over as CEO. Uh, in 2018, though, Goop raised $50 million in Series C funding from uh, the firm NEA, the firms NEA, Lightspeed, and Felix Capital, bringing total investments in the company to $82 million. The company's valuation rose to $250 million. That company's worth two hundred and fifty million dollars for no fucking reason. A quarter of a billion for no reason. Now, as I said earlier, it appears that the struggle to keep the perfect holiday sh Hollywood shape and the feeling that traditional medicine failed to save her well-off father is really what's at the foundation of her starting goop. Um. You know, it, it, it empowered her to be able to, to feel she can do something now about wellness and health. And yeah, I, I can relate to that in a way, the need to feel empowered after tragedy that you had trouble dealing with. Well, I mean, I think we all can understand on some level, but to put yourself in a position where you're telling people that look up to you, use my product because it's good for you without having any kind of medical training at all. It's just mind blowing at the, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Just, um, yeah, it's crazy that she's it's irresponsible. Exactly. It's very irresponsible and she's not stupid, crazy maybe, but not stupid. Mm, well, that's the thing. Uh, it also had her, it made her the pusher, like we're just saying, a fad diet and the perfect mark, the, the ideal target for every new age healer with a catchy stick and the right combination of in incomprehensible bullshit. She was in a vulnerable place and they were able to come in and ugh, get right in there. Uh, she not only promotes 
these nut jobs bullshit and gives many of them the forum to sell their bullshit um she also still looks to them for personal guidance and her lifestyle choices she is in she is in every way a believer in these people many of which do have legit doctorates that's just oh my god yeah um one such influence that they had on her was in 2014 when Paltrow announced that she and Martin had consciously uh, had a conscious uncoupling. The fuck? They separated. Oh, um, she later said she tried to redefine what divorce was. You know, it is stupid. But Paltrow had her doctors, Doctor Habib Sadegi. Whose guidance she closely followed through the uncoupling process, and his wife, Dr. Sherry Sami, explained unconscious coupling. It's quote: "Conscious uncoupling is the ability to understand that every irritation and argument within a marriage was a signal to look inside ourselves and identify a negative internal object that needs healing." From this perspective there are no bad guys just two people it's about the individuals not just a relationship i mean that doesn't sound terrible weird but not terrible yeah no but sometimes somebody's being an ass <laughs> yeah that is and true and if they can't see that they're being but then again i guess it is it, it, it it's in a way, it kind of makes sense, and then it's basically couples therapy. <laughs> right. But to no, separate. It, it... Yeah. Regardless of which, it didn't work, and they filed for divorce the next year and finalized it in 2016. Uh, Dr. Sadigi's bio on Goop's website reads Dr. Habib Sadigi is the co founder of Beehive of healing and inter integrative integrative health center based in Los Angeles with more than 15 years of direct patients care he provides a comprehensive knowledge of revolutionary healing protocols in integrative osteopathic anthroposophical environmental and family medicine as well as clinically clinical pharmacology so he has gone to school. He has, but everything I just said was bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like... That host... It like, sound... That sounds like some good shit until you look at it and go, what? Yeah, it was a little hard to follow, and I think they did that on purpose. <laughs> that's, that's just it. Once you come up with some good mumbo-jumbo that sounds good, you in there. Uh, listening to and spreading bullshit pushed by her grifter nut jobs like Dr. Sadigi and his wife, Dr. Sammy, has caused Gwyneth Paltrow to believe that she herself is a lifestyle guru and an expert on nutrition and sexuality. Jesus. And with suggestions like drinking unpasteurized goat milk and shoving jade eggs in your vagina, I mean Yanni, 
I once again just need to insert really quickly, ladies, please do not put any weird shit. Insert. Yeah, don't insert anything in there that your mother, never mind, just don't. You know? Yeah, yeah no. <sighs> no. Can't. Uh, speaking, we also talk about some other things she have to go into vaginas later. <laughs> we talked enough about Paltrow and where she was when she, her mindset when she started Goop. Now let's talk about Goop itself, the lifestyle and product pusher to Northern California housewives. Oh God, I'm not ready. Yeah. Wait, let me grab my drink first. Yeah, we're <laughs> just on page six out of 16. All right, let's do this. Since the beginning of the Goop newsletter in 2008, Paltrow has been pushing deep tox programs and products like her white sister and enjoy pushing 911 when they see a black person living their lives. Goop was over, <laughs> Goop has over five pages of 12 articles each on detox alone. Such titles as the five day fasting mimicking meal program, where I guess you just pretend to eat, uh, 13 kitchen tools and detox essentials. I just hope one is a spatula for reasons. <laughs> the annual five-day detox, the summer detox guide, a heavy metal detox. I'm just going to assume that is a way to recover after an, a Metallica concert. <laughs> uh, do I need to detox my shower? What the fuck, white people? Fucking God, I can't. I mean, do you really need to? You're not washing your legs anyway. <laughs> and... <laughs> No, dude, it gets worse. I found out they think like they have some kind of magic soap that they use in those houses where you could wash your ass and your face with the same bar of soap, but no wash rag. Yeah, I'm sorry, but if I have to live you know, with that knowledge, you uh, have to live with it too. <laughs> I'm sorry that I can't be more You know, sorry. honestly, I think that's mostly just dudes. No, the these soap were, thing. These were women. Oh, this, this happened in a mommy group. Okay, see. Okay. Yeah. You know what? I'm not even gonna. I'm gonna keep it 150. My whole family used the same damn bar, bar dial growing up. We didn't think about it. But that you, same damn bar dial. Oh. But yes, it was used on the washcloth, but eventually, yada yada yada. Yeah, no, I mean, at least now you're moving in the right direction there. The face. I mean, now I got now I got more tiles and more. I got morning face soap, evening face soap. I got exfoliating scrubs. I got. I'm a very high maintenance, pretty motherfucker. But yes, back to Gwyneth Paltrow. Yes. And uh, she also has a article called "You Probably Have a Parasite." Here's what to do about it. <laughs> uh, yeah. I can't. You don't have a parasite. And if it, you do, it's not a big deal. No. no uh, she believes not. that not only are toxins in our food and beverages, but also in our sunscreens, lip gloss, tampons, and bras. I mean, here's the thing. There are but they're not to such a level that you need to like burn your bras or avoid water or whatever weird shit she's telling people this week. 
like life is pretty um, much you know well, actually she has a very de distinctive thing of what you should do with not only your bras but your underwear period for fuck's sake let's hear it <laughs> on goop.com it states our underwear chronicles our love lives remember how jack betrayed you or when uh you dumped jordan over dinner the lingerie you wore with past lovers can carry the toxic residue of those relationships along with painful memories Ray just facepalmed. <laughs> While we might not think to trash the lingerie that once made us feel, uh, made us feel so good, or that we, you know, don't want to spend extra money on new underwear, it's a powerful healing gesture to make. There's also a ritual for burning your old draws. Step one: find a safe place where you can light a fire. That's good for her to say that. Right. Because at this point, I uh, she can't, also says, we can't depend on these people yeah. to use common sense. Oh, God. I'm sorry. Keep going. Uh, she says, also, why not invite a few friends to join you? Uh, step two, before you start, you might want to write out a few words or recite a prayer to help release and forgive. Step three. Throw the need-to-go laundry in the fire one piece at a time. Step four, watch intently as the pieces burn. Now that you your past is recycling into the ethers, liberating your future. I was digging the burning part until she made it all weird. <laughs> uh, second, only the toxins. GP hates chemicals and believe they should be avoided. Now, as a person with any ounce of sense knows, everything is a chemical or has a chemical effect. It's just life. Be it natural or man-made, you mix two or more things together, chemistry happens. But not to GP's goopy ass. No, you should not use a sunscreen made of chemicals. You need to use a sunscreen made from minerals. Oh my God. Why? So instead of the 16 ounce, no additive SPF 60 you get for $11 from your neighborhood pharmacy, you need to purchase the one mineral sunscreen that Paltrow endorses for $54 for 1.7 ounces. It's SPF 18. Well, you know what? They deserve it at this point. Whatever happens to them that, for following this shit. I'm sorry. That's not enough to... 1.7 ounces wouldn't cover one of my legs. No. And SPF 18 ain't going to protect you from a fluorescent light bulb. <laughs> like, just to put it oh. into perspective, I was using, I think, like, the higher end when I was in Hawaii. And you, you saw the pictures on my uh, back. Yeah. yeah. Still burned anyway. Yeah, no. No, no, the good cheap stuff works the best. Um, oh, and that silky smooth water-based lube you have in your nightstand? Throw them shits the fuck out. Them shits got fucking toxins in them. You don't want toxins and shit in your yanni. You need to buy Goop's endorsed brand sex oil that's 28 bucks for a four-ounce bottle. Wait, hold on. For... How much? 
$28. Oh my God. She's fleecing this these motherfuckers. This luxurious bedroom oil is made with coconut and sunflower oil. It's also infused with vitamin E, evening primrose oil, and rosemary leaf extract. It is the most hydrating intimate oil we know of and just the right amount of slippery ounce uh, applied to the skin. Once applied to the skin, ounce. <laughs> Sorry. Wait, wait. So, you know, you can make that in your kitchen for like 20 bucks, but you could make that for like a year for 20 bucks. Um, Dr. Jen Gunter, a board certified OBGYN for Kaiser Permanente in San Francisco and frequent commenter on Paltrow's suggestions for vaginal health. Uh, she says there is no advantage to using this product that you can eat pretty much fried chicken in. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. She said that? Like, wow. Well, she, that you can essentially cook in. I, I, I just said fried chicken because, well. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, she also... She also advises against using vitamin E as part of a vaginal loop uh, for reasons ranging from the unknown of, of the effects of, of it on your ecosystem down there and that it uh, could do damage to cells infected with HPV. Vitamins are not cure-alls. They are necess necessary for certain life functions but using them improperly can cause as much damage as not using them at all. Yeah. Jesus. Side note, Goop does make a water-based lube. Uh, and they do advise that you use that if you're using it with protection because oil-based will break down a condom in a matter of minutes. Oh, my God. Yeah. But... I you kind of grossed out, huh? No, I'm just trying to figure out, like, at some point, somebody with some sense had to tell her and the people making these products that they were unhealthy and bad. So I can't imagine think, she's... Oh, yeah, they, they, they are. But she thinks they she are. knows better than the experts. She does. She's Now, I, I get that... Paltrow has a distrust of the FDA, you know, which checks all the products that go into our bodies because, yeah, lobbyists and everything fuck with the laws. Right. But most things, like lubricants, are considered a, me a medical device and go through rigorous testing. Um, I also get why she doesn't trust the medical, American Medical Association. They promoted segregation of hospitals. They wouldn't let doctors who fled from Nazi Germany at the beginning of the rise of the Nazis uh, be become members of the American Medical Association because these individuals were Jewish. Uh, and professional and monopoly criticized the AMA for limiting, limiting the supply of physicians and inflating the cost of medical care in the U.S. as well as uh, influence on hospital regulations. And they had did more in the 20th century to block any 
forms of universal or social socialized health care because it would have cut into what how much money they can make. So I understand her distrust of those agencies compounded with they weren't able to save her father. But still and it's also you don't need a doctor to tell you don't stick a rock in your yanni right and it also goes to back to what i was saying of it you would think it would be common sense um at some point i'm hoping somebody has told her to get some fucking therapy because none of this shit is normal you know like i think most uh, of us have lost a friend or a family member um to something yeah, that we lost is hard yeah. but you have to kind of, like, after I lost my dad, I figured it out, man. Like, the most beautiful and terrible thing about life is that after you lose someone that means that much to you, it just keeps going. And you can either yeah. let it run you over or you could get up and get back on the horse. And I'm glad she got back up and took her power back, but she's going to end up getting a lot of people hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah let's talk about that jade egg. Oh, as suggested in uh, one of her newsletter, the egg, which went for about $66, was supposedly to, quote, help cultivate sexual energy, increase orgasms, balance the cycle, stimulate key reflexology around the vaginal walls, tighten and tone, prevent uter uterine uh, prolapse, increase control of the whole perineum and bladder, develop and clear chi pathways in the body, Intensify feminine energy and invigorate our life force. Uh, this was told to her by Shiva Rose. Shiva Rose is an activist, blogger, actress, and ex-wife of Dylan McDermott. Oh my God, so. they're, they're flocking to each other now. Yes. <laughs> yes. I wish they'd just Truth form a private cult and get it over with, but no, we're all stuck <laughs> with this bullshit. Truth in Advertising, a watchdog, a watchdog group, published a report that found about 50 instances in which group site may potentially egregious, egregious, you know the word. Egregiously. Yes, claims about its own products or third-party products sold on their site. And, uh, yeah, they raised a lawsuit, uh, and Santa Carla raised a lawsuit about the jade egg, another ruby quartz egg, and the, quote, inner judge flower essence blend, <laughs> which, which claims to, quote, help prevent shame spirals downward towards depressive states. I think I saw that yeah, episode I, of Big Mouth and it didn't end well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think you put this oil into your yanni and it stopped you from getting depressed. As a result, though, Goop had to refund all the jade eggs and pay a fine of uh, $145,000. Slap on the wrist. Pretty much. Mm. You still hit them kind of hard. Like I say, they're only worth two hundred and fifty million. Oh. Only. <laughs> right. But yeah, you know, she's yeah, she's not. This is they aren't a billion dollar company. Um, <clears throat> Paltrow once recommended to her readers something 
called the Mugwort V-Steam, which we talked about on our show before. Yeah, vaginal steaming, which goes for 50 bucks for 30 minutes, 200 in a series. Basically, steaming your vagina, which pretty much everybody says do not do. Yeah, it led to some really serious injuries. This poor woman ended up in the ER with like second degree burns to, and I am not calling it a yoni or whatever that, her girl bits. Yoni. <laughs> Fuck. She steamed a yoni. Yeah, and it I, didn't Yeah, we talked about well. it. It was pretty yeah. bad. Was it, was Gwyneth also the one with the wasp nest? Was that her? I, yes, that is her. And I forgot about that and I didn't look it up. Yeah, but Damn it. that was the thing she was, was telling else. women to do was put wasp nests up their fucking vagina. Oh, God. Yannis. <laughs> Moving on from Yannis. Paltrow's personal trainer slash business partner, partner, Tracy Anderson, had some really wild takes. Uh, Paltrow sought out her services after the birth of her son because she was supposedly 35 pounds overweight. Basically, at five foot nine, she probably was a healthy weight and height, healthy size for her height. Yeah. Um, but she supposedly had a long butt and thigh problems. A long what? <laughs> a long butt and thigh problems. I have no idea what that means. Okay, so I know when they I mean, call a woman a long back, that's because she ain't gotten her ass and her back goes all the way down to her legs. But I don't know what a exactly. long butt is. Um, I don't know. I just know that thick thighs save lives and gives women those yeeks. Yes. And as a black man, I like yeeks. <laughs> I think we all do. Anyway, uh, Anderson uh, later told Into the Gloss magazine... Gwyneth is lucky because she's really tall and she can hide really well in clothes, but she had significant problem areas. I felt so badly for her and I thought I could help. Anderson, Tracy Anderson, has also worked with Madonna and Jennifer Lopez. Some of her wackier claims include women shouldn't lift more than three pounds or or they'll become too bulky. Most babies are anywhere from six to like nine pounds. Yep. Yeah, so don't pick up your kids. No, no, um, yeah, no bonding. Running and cycling gives you a manly ass. Um, Eating baby food is appropriate dietary supplements for adults. No, the fuck it's not. That's supposed to be coupled with, oh my God. Okay, sorry. Uh, she trains accessory muscles instead of larger muscles. Note, those are extra muscles. Anderson claims to work smaller muscles that move the other muscles. No, that's not. It makes, it makes no goddamn sense. It doesn't. Yeah. Uh, one expert says, she does a lot of isolation stuff poorly and makes outlandish claims about everything that's not in her method, preying on women's desire to fit in and not bulk. Or basically not do any actual physical work at all or change their Yeah, this is so... 
Yeah, Anderson also claims to have invented dance aerobics, which I'm pretty sure was Richard Simmons. Yeah, I hope. He and resistance ba- and resistance bands to train with Tracy Anderson will cost you thirty three dollar thousand dollars a year. Does she give happy endings or? Because for that amount of money, um, I'm I, I, I meant to look her up because she does work with people who are in really, I mean, JLo and Madonna stay fit and, and energetic yet. And yet, yeah, Paltrow is like the opposite. Skinny, kind of sickly looking. Well, anyway. She's probably thinking she's like a breathitarian or whatever those crazy bitches call themselves that think they they exist on a, they basically instead of eating food and drinking water, they live on positive vibes and sunshine or some bullshit. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow has a hot take on the sun. Well, tell, I'll tell you later. Oh, God. <laughs> Other outrageous products that have been featured on Goop's website are... $950 toilet paper. Why? Why is it mm-hmm. 900 Was it made out of gold? Mm-hmm. Uh, no. Oh. But gold loft 18 karat gold dumbbells for $125,000. Rich people shouldn't be allowed to exist. <laughs> A $244 toothpaste tube squeezer which you can get for $1.99 or make with two pencils and two rubber bands. I think I just saw one at the Dollar Tree that looked pretty sturdy. Just throwing it out there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A $42 condom dispenser. That doesn't even look cool. It's just a, it's just a metal square. Who's fucking so much that they need a condom dispenser next to their bed? Like... That's not even a thing most people need. Is it for the Bunny Ranch? Was it marketed for them? If not, they... I know a number of guys who have condom dispensers. Really? Oh, God, I am getting old. (laughs) No, there's really no need for that. But, you know, they buy them in bulk. (laughs) Oh, Costco. Got it. That is the cheaper way to go. Um... A $2,300 deck of playing cards with a leather case. How much? $2,300. I fucking hate people. I hate, I hate humans. Sennheiser Orpheus headphones for $55,000. Not gonna lie. I'm curious. <laughs> Sennheiser makes good headphones. Yeah, but not. 55. I'm wearing a pair right now. I know, but not fifty-five. I'm just saying. I'm curious. I'm not saying I I would buy it, but I'm curious. Oh God. A two hundred and fifty dollar brass fire extinguisher, because quote, why shouldn't why should just firefighters get to be sexy? I hate America. I've gone. Humans, America, the whole. A, a, a bar, bar of dehydrated caviar for 90 bucks. A what? A bar, a candy bar of dehydrated caviar. 
How did you not punch your computer? Uh, the key. <laughs> the Kiki de Mont Par Mount Parnese Restraining Arts Kittas. Basically, one thousand three hundred and fifty dollar wrist and ankle shackles for sex. I got some quote bound to please. Yeah, but I got a set at Spencer's that had like fur on the inside for probably like thirty bucks. Just putting it out there. She also has solid gold handcuffs and stuff on the site. A $130 automatic joint roller. I don't even want to eat Quote. the rich anymore at this point. Quote. <laughs> Quote, let the good times roll. The Lilu Olga 24 karat gold vibrator. $3,490. Quote. If something can make a if something can make a super sleek vibrator even more sexy, it's twenty four karat gold, right? This sculpted dildo has a long rounded end for deep penetration and a flattening end for G spot and clitoral stimulation. <laughs> Great solo or with a partner. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking done. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh God. Would you now? Goop also has his own network of podcasts. She give, like I say, she gives her nut jobs forum to push their shit. She'll give you your own podcast. One of those bastards is Dr. Alejandro Younger. Um, the article on the outline, the one you sent me as well, mm-hmm. talked about him. Uh, he's a acolyte of Dr. Oz who says you can cleanse the toxins from your body by avoiding gluten, nightshade, soy, peanuts, dairy, sugar, and alcohol. Oh my God. Hold up for a second. Okay, now I'm mad at everybody because I've had so many people since I got my diagnosis with my autoimmune issues that have been Mm -hmm. telling me to give all of that stuff up. And I did for a while, for like three or four months. And I was miserable and hungry and upset and nothing got better. So now I just drink Mm -hmm. all the coffee and sugar and alcohol and eat potatoes and tomatoes whenever I want. Thank you very much. But I can't believe that's where they were getting this shit from. I'm so upset. Mm-hmm. He gives a battery of tests uh, that figure out what you should eat. Um, and he will gladly sell you his $500 21-day diet plan. Needless to say, the test is total bullshit. And the only thing he's diagnosing is what you just ate. <laughs> uh... And his diet plan will deprive you of nutrients that you need. But don't worry. He'll sell you for $90 a month his fucking supplements. Jesus. I decided to listen to an episode of the uh, Goop podcast where Poucher herself was speaking with Dr. Younger. And the podcast, before the, before the actual episode started, I was fucked up. Because it started with an advertisement. 
not weird for a podcast, but it was for Chase Sapphire Reserve. I'm like, Banks? Banks? Advertise on podcasts? Which well, says a lot about her cli- her clientele. Right. I was getting ready to say Target crowd <laughs> and all. Yeah. Um, she. Uh, it starts off with her saying, because she's reading the advertisement, she mentions in the ad that when she travels, she uses the Goop City Guide and the Goop Travel app called G-Spotting. G-Spotting. And then the podcast and stuff starts with this rinky-dink-ass music with her, uh, with a bunch of uh, her gurus saying some of their quotes that mean absolutely nothing. Just really a bunch of double talk. Um... No, it's just fucking double talk. And then Paltrow announced it to show. This is the Goop Podcast, bringing together thought leaders, culture culture changers, creatives and CFOs, scientists, doctors, healers and seekers, here to start a conversation. Because simply asking questions and listening has the power to change the way we see the world. Bitch, we learned that in school. What the fuck? Sorry. God, Next, Paltrow introduced. She introduced uh, Dr. Junger. Today's guest is a functional medi- medicine practitioner and a very old friend of mine. Fifty dollars they smashed. I bet you fifty bucks they smashed. Anyway, no, because I know uh, right. He's also <laughs> he's also the first person to introduce me to cleansing and so many elements of elements of wellness cleanse that ass she goes on to say that he's a a, 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 he is a cardiologist who after his own health crisis uh, went on to explore functional medicine and ancient healings (laughs) after hearing all that bullshit this fake ass antonio banderas starts spewing massive amounts of bullshit while praising gwyneth for guiding him as well Thus making her feel good about herself and reaffirming her feelings of being a leader and guider. And, and not just, you know, for help, you know, well, she's the mark that opened him up to a whole group of marks. She right. gave him for him to sell his bullshit. Um, yeah, I listened to it for about 10 minutes and I'm like, all right, none of this makes any fucking sense. I read tarot cards. I'm a neo-pagan. I have neo-pagany beliefs. I give some, not a lot of stock to crystals and yada, 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 yada. I know when people trying to sell you shit that's expensive, this bullshit. Yeah, yeah. I'll read somebody's tarot cards and I won't charge them. Well, I'm like, what the fuck would I charge you for? That's how the spiritualist movement fractured back in the 1800s. But anyway. That's my own personal bullshit coming to the surface. Um, now, I have a interest in... I listen to a lot of podcasts and read a lot about cults and true crime and serial killers. And I'm listening to these people talk and reading their stuff, and I'm like, these are narcissists and sociopaths. I'm like, they're giving out backhanded praise and shit. It's basically all these things to bring people in 
people who are totally fine, but got to tell them that they're fucked up in some way. Right. And for all these people, Paltrow is a beacon. They, I see it now that they know if they could get in good with Gwyneth Paltrow, they are in the money. They can sell anything. Right. Yeah. Yeah. She gives them forum on their pot on her podcast network. They get to write articles on Goop. They get to push their products on the Goop store. And you know. So here's the thing. So you'll always uh-huh. hear about the abuse cycle or the hurt mm-hmm. cycle where hurt people hurt and it just keeps going. So mm-hmm. at some point during this whole thing, I felt really bad for her having also lost my father. Suddenly it was a big surprise. So I understand that whole thing. But at some point during this whole little journey, she turned from someone that was seeking to do better and help people into someone that just legitimately, even though she might believe on some level that what these people are telling her is true, she also has two eyes to, and can see the women who got sick from the wasp nest, can see the women who got injured from the steaming. And, and the, the thing is, her and her people, whenever they're challenged by medical professionals, journalists, doctors, anybody the government they control the narrative to their people basically making them seem like they're the persecuted class bringing their people in tighter they're in the know and everybody is out to take away this power that they've had you know what you're describing right now right a cult yeah yeah they're a fucking cult and you know Good work, Netflix, giving these people a forum on your show, um, on your network. Yeah, the Goop Lab. They did uh, what? The Atlantic, the Goop Lab is uh, Gwyneth Paltrow and Goop's Netflix show that launched this past week. Oh my God, no! I can't. I yeah, can't the Atlantic uh, describes it as painful and hard to watch. <laughs> you didn't put yourself through that, did you? Oh God, no, nah. I've had enough. Okay. Shit. I was gonna make you listen to some of uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's country western music, but I decided that would have been cruel and unusual punishment. Hell no, you weren't. Wait, no. Actually, this is your kind of your fault that I have to do this episode, so I should have made you do that. No, because I offered to do it, but you said you wanted to do it. So really, yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Yeah. Procrastinating because you knew I'd eventually go yes. (laughs) My day did this to me too. Nobody did Um, anything to you. Yeah, you did. Um, But now, yeah, she got all these people under her spell and can sell them shit like $15,000 dildos and candles that smell like supposedly smell like vaginas i mean yanni's um goop now has a candle called this smells like my vagina it's scented with geranium bergamot and cedar <laughs> woodsy bitch um to put <laughs> 
to put us in a mind of a fantasy seduction and sophisticated warmth. The, ca- the candle went for $75 and has sold out completely. Some people like Martha Stewart blame horny guys for this, but I'm like, dudes aren't on her website. No, this is not dudes. This is fucking like, I want to I, say- I went to the men's section of Goop's website. Mm-hmm. You, what, what and it's basically clothes. It's basically clothes. She don't give and a cologne fuck about and y'all. shit like that. She doesn't give a no, fuck no, about No, no, it's y'all. basically it's it's basically stuff women can buy their husbands. Oh. Oh, I see what she did there. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Keeping keeping the grift going. Yeah. <laughs> she she knows she came. Yeah. Yeah, Martha Stewart says she believes that men are buying them. No. No. Uh Men probably don't it's even It's probably know just her. They don't know. Yeah, it we, we don't know about it until. It, it, yeah, no. we found out about it when it sold out and made the news. Um, But, you know, this is just her. Gwyneth Paltrow's particular brand of pseudo feminism. And the women that subscribe to it, who bought up that shit? And, and I'm willing to bet sex shops really do already have a product like that. That's cheaper. And it's probably made it doesn't out of smell soy. like cedar and geraniums. And it's probably made <laughs> out of a special wax that you could drip on your partner. Not saying that I know about these things, but those candles are pretty fucking sweet. Yeah, but, but those sky. candles don't smell like they don't smell like pepper pots pot. I mean, yawning. <laughs> no. Now no. let's we we've been at this for a minute. Let's let's get ready and close it up with a All couple right. of other hot takes about that that Paltrow has given. In 2012, Gwyneth Paltrow tweeted from a Jay-Z and Kanye West concert. Niggas in Paris, for real. I just covered my mouth and gasped. Note, note, she um, used little asterisks instead of the G's. I don't give a fuck. But attached to the tweet was a photo of her standing next to uh, R&B performer The Dream and two members of Jay-Z's crew. So, yeah, she's standing there with a bunch of black men in Paris tweeting niggas in Paris for real. I hope one of their wives beat her ass. When the backlash happened, she tweeted, hold up, it's the title of the song. Bitch, I don't. Ooh. The dream even, tr- the dream even tried to say he tweeted it from her account, but nobody believed him because his excuse made no sense. Uh, Paltrow is good friends with Jay Z and Beyonce. In fact, Beyonce gave her advice on singing in public because Paltrow sang at some award show. Now I need to know if Bay is shoving fucking jade eggs up her. Just go ahead and say Yanni. it. Yanni. Yep. <laughs> Yawn. Ooh, now I'm thinking about Beyonce's yawning. Oh, God. Um, I'm sorry. No. No, that's, I'm not. That's my fault. Uh, when, you, when, Joaquin, <laughs> when Joaquin Phoenix was doing some me- method acting, pretending he was quitting, uh, acting to become a rapper, and prep- it was all just preparation and promotion for a film directed by alleged rapist Casey Affleck, brother of Ben Affleck, who also dated Gwyneth Paltrow for a while. Or yeah. was it Vince Vaughn? Or one of them, one of them big blockhead white boys, I, one of them too. I, um, I think it was Casey. 
No, no, she dated Ben Affleck. Yes. Oh, okay. yeah. But Casey Affleck yeah. was the director uh, okay. and the alleged rapist. Uh, Paltrow offered some advice to her friend Joaquin. Maybe go live in the projects for a few years to get some authenticity, maybe. The fuck? Oh, my God. I hate mm. See, this yeah. is why I can't stand yeah. this bitch. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 when I first started putting this episode together, I was... And I read about her life first. I started skewing everything more positively towards her and even got to thinking to her more as a victim. But she's more ever a victim of her own bullshit. More ever a victim of white society and Hollywood and their idea of beauty. That skinny, tiny, anorexic, no ass having beauty. I, 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 and, and, and for a while, I actually wondered, was she in on the grift? But nah, she's just the perfect conduit for the grift. No, I mean, to some degree, I do feel badly that she's being manipulated by so many people. But at the same time, most people, even in their deepest depression, when they have that much money, kind of come to the realization at some point that they might need to get some help. And instead of going to like a licensed therapist to work through her grief, mm -hmm. it, you know, she turned to all these crazy wackadoos and allowed them to get their hooks. And I kind of feel bad that she didn't have any real friends around her that maybe could have grabbed her and slapped her a couple of times. But the fuck well, remember doing? when her ex-husband tried to help her pass that with the song Fix You. That's right. Now, there were articles on why they broke up, but I didn't want to read them from the gossipy sites because I had already read too much of this shit and and was cursing you out. Like, fuck. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he just couldn't deal with her bullshit anymore. It probably no, was very no. excessive. He, he, saw, he probably saw the bullshit rising. And yeah. spreading to his fucking kids. Yeah. Oh, wow. Now... As we said earlier, she did have a hot take about the sun. Oh, God. where she says, and this is probably why she can sell SPF 18. <laughs> We're human beings and the sun is the sun. How can it be bad for you? I don't think anything natural can be bad for you. Which is why she has a website of selling natural shit for ex exorbitant prices. Oh, I didn't get into how she tried to live off food stamp, uh, a food stamp budget for four days because people were claiming her shit was only for rich women. And she's like, no, watch, I'll live like a food stamp recipient. For, oh, my God, I remember. It, it only lasted four days before she, she, she bowed out of that shit. Yeah, because she couldn't, nothing she does is anywhere near accessible for somebody that's not excessively rich. Affluent as fucked. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I like excessively rich because you don't need that much fucking money. Look what they do with it. What yeah. people are spending on one thing out of her store, you could wipe out all of the school lunch debt probably in your entire county, maybe even the lower half of your state. Depending on your state, probably the whole state. You know? Mm-hmm. But white feminism has never helped anybody but itself. Very true. Sources for this 
episode come from Vanity Fair, The Independent UK, uh, The Guardian, The Atlantic, Dead State, uh, Jezebel, Outline.com, Goop's own website, and Wikipedia, where I mainly got like junk data, like you know her fa- her life and how much revenue and so forth uh, Goop has. So, Reagan, was this everything you expected and more? Yeah, and I'm I'm sorry that I even agree. Like, when we're like, we should do an episode because I kept bugging you. I just thought, I don't know. But now my head hurts, you thought it, basically. You thought it'd be fun. Yeah. thought it'd be fun to laugh at the crazy white people, but this shit was kind of depressing, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is, and now all our listeners and, and these special episodes get more listeners than our regular episodes come on give us a shot y'all if you're tuning in to this for the first time you gotta meet the other two members and hear us talk about florida man and politics we're much we're awesome god damn it uh yeah uh <laughs> thank you so much for listening and reagan i will never forgive you for this <laughs> whatever i said i was gonna do it uh, the next it. special will be on the only successful U- uh, coup in U.S. history. Uh, it's uh, something Maje been wanting me to cover for a while. And we'll probably do that for Black History Month because it affects us greatly. Thank you all for listening and for the enough supervillains. Peace and be safe. Yeah, all right, stop. <laughs>